good morning and welcome back to Truck and DG Style. I am your host, Bill Thomas, and uh, we're uh, we're wrapping up 2022. We're already starting to think about 2023. We did kind of a mid-year check at uh, in in the I think it was like the July time frame with uh, my good friend and my boss Chris Ford, and I thought it was a good time to bring Chris back and kind of wrap up the year because I think we've only got a couple weeks left and kind of see how we did, where we're at, and maybe a little bit of insight into where we're going. So, Chris, good morning, and welcome back to the podcast. Great morning to all. Very excited to be here, Bill. Thank you very much for uh, continuing this podcast. It's uh, very instrumental in how we communicate and uh, very excited about uh, talking about 2022, but more importantly, talking about the growth of 23 and expectations. So, Yeah, well, we grew a lot in 22. You know, we, uh, we we put you know we put a, a little uh, a little thing out to Wall Street out there and said, hey, we're going to go to fourteen hundred and ten trucks in twenty twenty two. And uh, for those of you that don't know the full story, uh, that was about seven hundred drivers that we had to put on. So as I'm from the trucking industry, I've been with Dollar General now going on my eighth year. Uh, I know in the trucking industry, seven hundred drivers in a lot of companies that's their fleet. So we, we basically added an entire trucking company in 2022. Absolutely. And as you, as you talk to the industry, uh, it's very interesting to hear, you know, carriers, companies are advertising, hey, we grew 10%. We doubled our fleet size. Yeah. We increased 100%. That's absolutely incredible. It's unheard of. You, you know, the... Really, the respect and it goes to our leadership team. One, the company truly believes in the private fleet. That's first and foremost. Resources, whether it's support of accounting teams, legal teams, um, HR teams, it took a lot of folks to get this done. And the support from top leadership down, absolutely incredible. They believe in this fleet. And I can tell you, when I started two years ago, it's pretty amazing. Less than 500 working trucks, what we had today. In our report out, 1,500 working trucks. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. 1,700 drivers. Yeah. Our division now is close to 2,000. You include shops. You can include the support systems we have throughout our network. Absolutely incredible. Growth comes with a little pain. Yeah. Um, a lot of challenges, but I can tell you we've got the right structure, the right teams supporting our network. I can tell you the one thing I'm most proud of is the culture. Um, you know, as I talk about culture and Dollar General and my past experiences, nobody celebrates their team members more than Dollar General. I and, would agree with that. And I'm telling you, the drive from the drivers, it doesn't matter what position you're in this company, we celebrate. Sometimes the point the drivers are making fun of us going, <laughs> you know, why are you celebrating Father's Day? I'm right. not your father. It's like... We celebrate everything. And again, we it's do. a tremendous culture to be part of. Very proud of what we did this year. Um, a lot of challenges going to next year. As we, uh, as we look to um, procurement of vehicles, right? You know, a lot of times we don't explain the why. You know, this year some of you are getting in used vehicles mm -hmm. that we had to purchase out. Some of you are getting in Penske full-service leases, which – you know, we didn't explain the why. A lot of supply chain challenges with trucks has been a very big challenge of not the availability that uh, we expected from new manufacturing. And a lot of those disruptions, whether it's uh, chips, Bindex 
cameras, you know, tires, there's, you know, the list goes on and on, but we've had to bridge the gap just to get capacity in, in, uh, having enough trucks available for our drivers. We know we're doubling up some of our drivers not having the available equipment. That's painful. It is. Um, And we've got a lot of things to remove the roadblocks. So 2023, we've got a lot of opportunity from a truck procurement. Um, We feel like we've got a good strategy going into next year, and we're planning to add another 700 trucks. I love it. Well, I would agree um, there is some pain out there. And, uh, you know, I want to just say, you know, a big thanks to our, our operations teams out there, our senior managers, our site leaders that are working with all of our drivers that are doubled up. Um, first and foremost, I will say that we are uh, about 30 drivers doubled up at this point, which is way down from where we've been. Um, and I want to say thank you to those drivers, right? Absolutely. It's definitely not what you signed up for initially. You know, you're, I know we, we all know you're eager to get out there and get into a truck and, and get out there doing your own thing. And uh, trust us when we say uh, your, your truck is coming. And uh, certainly some challenges with equipment this year, but um, I'm very excited about 2023. Uh, and we're really right-sizing now. Uh, as we get into 2023 to make sure we grow with our truck plan as we, as we go as well. So, but before we get into 2023, uh, so I kind of called this the wrap up to 2022. Uh, We talked about a lot of things on our previous podcast um, at the mid year. So um, let me ask you this, Chris, here's the big question. Did you accomplish everything you wanted in 2022? We absolutely did accomplish everything except one thing, and that's the safety of our team members and our CSA results. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of opportunity to bridge that gap. A lot of risk associated with our 2,000 associates that it's going to take everybody on our team up to and including the driver um, because they're they're what is on the road getting the violations, not doing the inspections, not wearing the seatbelt, speeding, that's the accomplishment that I'm not proud of from an organization that we've got to remove that risk and get our CSA scores. But from a growth standpoint, from a, you know, we went into sites that we had no plan to go in that site and grew faster than expected. Growing fast comes with growing pains. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm telling you, this team is resilient, um, absolutely incredible. The solves, the finds, they work through every day, and I could not be more proud of our, um, just our, our our teams in general, whether it's the driver, whether it's the fleet supervisor, it's the terminal leadership. We've grown a lot, but we've got to pause long enough to be sure we put processes in place and standardize our, our operation procedures. SOPs is going to be critical in 2023. We've mm-hmm. got to get to documentation and be sure that everybody is on the same page tremendous opportunity in that area for us and growing and developing our teams and and that's up to and including our drivers training education Uh, we've got to be sure we are taking care of our associates and it starts with standard processes and then goes right down to execution so looking forward to that in 23 and probably some of the failures that we've done in 2022 is we've grown extremely fast we got to pause long enough to now let's go do it right Well, I'm very excited about the growth and development of our teams, our drivers, our internal staff. Uh, You and I and and many of our uh, leadership team have been here in in Nashville um, for the last three days, right? We've uh, 
we've we've had our senior managers here, we've had our HR team here, we've had our safety department here, uh, and we've talked a lot about training, development, safety. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about CSA. And listen, when we came into this podcast for this month, I knew CSA was gonna be a hot topic uh, because it needs to be right. We we you said it uh, yourself. We have a lot of work to do. We grew really fast. We accomplished what the what we were asked to accomplish. Um, but we, to your point, probably needed to slow down a little bit to make sure that we were stabilizing everything along the way. So there's growing pains that come with that when you go real fast. And uh, the good thing is, is that we recognize them. We, we caught them, right? We're going to correct them. We've got the team to do that. And, uh, and so I'm very excited about that. No concerns with us getting right track or, or, or on the right track as we move forward in 2023. So we'll talk a little bit more about CSA. Um, that is a, a going to be a big focus as we go into 2023. Um, but let's talk a little bit about, um, uh, I want to talk about, really want to close out 22. Uh, what would you say if I asked you, and I'm going to put you on the spot here, but do you have a, a greatest accomplishment in 22? We did a great job in defining process. If I think about the last two years and really this last year, we focused on getting reporting data in front of our teams to help them manage their business. Um, we've got technology on our trucks that we have not refined, but I think really the investment into private fleet and focus on not afraid to get that new technology, not afraid to push forward with tools for our drivers, our associates. Um, those are great accomplishments. Now it's time, let's back up and put the resources around to be sure we refine and are using the data that helps us manage our teams, work through the processes. It's, it's that simplification of process. Sometimes I feel like we work way too hard and we're not working smart. Mm -hmm. And uh, but great accomplishment in platform science, I think, was a great addition from a technology standpoint. But we still have a lot of work to do to close that gap. You talk about navigation; that's still a gap we owe our drivers to be sure we've got a good navigation tool that they're not using their cell phones, creating and putting in position. We got to be sure that platform gives us what we need, and it's going to take the action of the drivers coming together. We need an action team for drivers to be able to go out and give us that feedback and, mm -hmm. and work as a unit with Platform Science to say, why is it not working the way we do? So again, a lot of investment in equipment, new trailers, new tractors. We didn't get the tractors we needed from a new standpoint, but we bridged the gap. Short-term rentals, absolutely hate them, uh, but it's the nature of our business right now. 130, 140 of those right now to bridge the gap because we've got a lot of drivers and we've got to take care of those drivers. I agree. I agree. And, and I think we've seen some positive change in some of our operations out there. You know, I think about uh, myself, um, those that know me, right? I'm one of the directors uh, on the private fleet. I have division one. My peer, Dennis Thornton, has division two. He's been on this show many times uh, and we talk a lot. Uh, so we have a mixed bag of both what we call traditional or our dry facilities and our fresh facilities. Uh, and we've seen a lot of major improvement, you know, in, in 
our tea damage, right? Absolutely. Now, a lot of a lot of our listeners may not understand tea damage, but I certainly know they understand returns back to the DC, right? Fresh returns back to the DC, filling out a TRF form, uh, doing that stop and call process, and you know we do those things for a reason because number one, we're trying to save that freight, right? The goal is to deliver the freight, right? We want to deliver every bit of freight that we get on a truck uh, or on our trailers. We don't want to bring anything back. The first objective should be to bring back an empty trailer full of dunnage, right? right. That's the, the first objective. But in the event that something does happen, and it does, right, we want to make sure that we follow a good process so that our drivers are recording everything correctly, we're getting the data we need, and ultimately that freight gets taken care of in a way that it gets back out to a store. That's the ultimate goal. Absolutely. I think our T-damage, uh, which is our returned fresh freight that gets damaged, right, and ends up in the garbage, essentially, uh, was astronomical when we started. And I think you can agree to that, right? Absolutely. $20, $30 million impact to our business. Right. And again, that's lost sales. Completely, yeah. that's typically product is dumped. Um, it's not good for our company. And the number one goal we have to remember about Fresh is we are delivering a wholesome product to our customers. Mm-hmm. If we're not doing that, then we've got broken processes and its expectations are we continue to put that wholesome product, fresh, frozen, et cetera, into our stores that is meaningful to our customers. Exactly. Bottom line. Uh, last year, uh, we were probably, if you take inflation, maybe $4 million year over year decrease. Take out inflation, we were still up uh, that 20%. Uh, but still, that's a huge, huge uh, impact to our business. We got summer months coming up. We'll be going through training with all the drivers again. Temp probes are critical to that process to be sure that when they receive it, that they're receiving a product uh, that meets the guidelines we have set forth to be sure we're delivering wholesome products. So uh, still a lot of opportunity there, $30 million probably impact to the business just in transit damage. Number one goal should be on fresh and traditional deliveries, bring nothing back. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done. And I always call out um, the biggest challenge for the, the two hardest jobs in this company is our drivers and store associates. I would agree. And the whole thing with that is you're both caught in the middle. Because mm-hmm. one, our stores are not, there's not an order process. It's basically taking their sales and saying, hey, looks like it's time to replenish. Do they have it out of their back room? Do they have the space available to do their operation? You got the driver. He's delivering product to a store that says, I don't need this. I can't take this. They're both caught in the middle. Right. The key ask of both associates, don't understand each other's business. We're not trying to be late because we want to be late. There could be DC delays. We could have had that flat tire. There's Anything could have happened along the way. Cooler heads prevail. Mm-hmm. And we've got to remove ourselves from those situations because they don't need to escalate. It's not worth anybody's career, job, going to jail. It's a tough job for both. And we're both Dollar General employees. Right. As we've grown to the number one carrier for Dollar General. Yep. We've taken over Warner. That's right. We are the number one carrier. The largest fleet size we have is Dollar General. That's a great accomplishment this Huge year. Huge accomplishment. That is That makes me happier than anything that we continue to grow. Mm-hmm. And we will continue to grow. Other opportunities, inbound. We started that the last two months. Very excited about inbound. We've got 17 trucks with a plan of 35 before the year end. 
We will be doing rail movements um, and port business from the Port of Savannah and the rail in Atlanta back to Noonan, Georgia, as well as Dallas. We have a uh, hub center there that will be pulling from the rail yards back, container volume. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. Our growth for next year, we're planning another 65 of the 700 is going to be growth in that inbound, no-touch opportunity. No-touch freight, right? Exactly. We and want to create those other offerings. There's That's a whole side of business we haven't even tapped into and exactly. very excited about that growth. Yeah, and I, I think everybody should be excited about that. You know, we have a lot of... You know, we have a lot of folks that would would probably really enjoy that type of business out there, right? We've got drivers that have been with us for a long, long time. Absolutely. Right? And, uh, you know, I'll do a shout out, Martin Robles, right? Martin Robles has been with us. He's our number one driver. He's been with us longer than any driver on the account. Um, and I just think about Martin, you know, he you can't do it forever. Correct. Right? It's a tough job. Absolutely. You, you, you said it yourself, right? It, it's a tough job. So I don't know that somebody will ever do it forever, but... What a great opportunity to have an offering that we can offer someone like Martin, right? Uh, uh, a strategy to get into something and retire with Dollar General. Absolutely. Right? And I'm so I'm very excited. Again, I'm an operations guy. I'm very excited about the inbound side of the business. Uh, that no touch opportunity is going to be very, very big for us. Absolutely. Yeah, very excited for that. Well, listen, um, I know we're going to get into it. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, and I, I don't. I don't mean to steer around it, right? Because I do know we want to we want to talk about this uh, on this this episode today. So um, let's just jump into it, and we need to talk about CSA, right? Absolutely. We, uh, we like I said, we've all been up here for the last three days up here. Uh, senior leadership has been here. We've been in in sessions. Um, our first two days that we were here, we literally went through a mock audit Absolutely. of our CSA scores and in uh, our company. And um, why don't you tell us? How you feel about our results? You know, I was I was very disappointed and, and not surprised, uh, but disappointed in some of our processes. I, I really think about, uh, you know, the unsatisfactory rating. And again, reminder: this is a mock audit. This is not the true mm-hmm. audit, but it was it was performed the exact same way. If DOT comes in, they're going to perform this audit. Right. But we really found some holes in our process. We found drivers not being held accountable. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. as I think about drivers, there's some that had five and seven events on roadside inspections. Can't have it. Mm-hmm. Again, that's a huge negative impact. That's a red flag that says you're not, you don't have any controls over your processes. The other part of that is no accountability had happened with that driver. That's concerning. Mm-hmm. We had accident, post, pre and post accident, post accident mainly, missed drug and alcohol screens. That's disappointing. We've got to close these gaps next year, and we're going to put action teams, and it's going to be painful for a lot as we walk through because we're going to be doing severe monitoring. If you've received a roadside inspection with defaults, we are going to be – you're on the watch list. That's who DOT, when they come in, you are going to be the ones that they are going to target to say, I want to see their logs. I want to see their training. Are they falsifying logs? You know, three of the big areas that we are challenged, unassigned drive time. No truck should move without being signed in. That's right. We are seeing, in it's across the network. Mm-hmm. Drivers, I don't know if they're using a, somebody else's truck to look for their trailer. Can't happen. If your truck moves, you better be logged in. 
And it's you gotta, not optional. And you got to account for your time, right? Absolutely. Look, if you're working, you're working. That's right. right. It's no different than when, when we worked at McDonald's or we That's worked right. anywhere else. When you when you get to work, you clock in, and when you're done, you clock out, right? Absolutely. We're not trying right. to, to fudge anything here. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. huge risk with unassigned drive time. Mm-hmm. We've got it. You're going to be getting pressured from a driver community. If you've got hours that aren't, aren't showing assigned to you, you're going to be challenged. And, again, 90% of it, drivers come back and say, that's not me. Well, I promise you, 90% of the time it may be. Right. And I need you to accept those and responsibilities. We can fi- and we can figure that out. That's absolutely right. And, and and I think it's and I think I want what I want, one of the things I would want to say here, Chris, because again, you're you're, you know, and, and I appreciate what you're explaining is that, hey, we've got to get serious about this. Again, we've got some gaps we've got to fill and close out. Um, our drivers drive our CSA score. Absolutely. Right. We're a reflection of our fleet. So it's it's critical that we correct the bad behaviors. And I, I want to call out one thing real quick that I remember from our session, and I think it's important for our fleet to understand. 95% of our fleet does it right. That's right. Right? We heard that in the, in the audit when we went through the mock audit. 95% of our fleet does it right. That's right. And so for that 95%, thank you for what you're doing and Absolutely. keep doing it right. For that 5% that's having the struggles out there, and that's what I'll call it, the struggles, to Chris's point, we're going to watch you, and we're going to support you, and we're going to help you to get into that 95% that's over here. Because, again, it's the right thing to do, and it makes us all better moving forward. Absolutely. That 5% is impacting 2,000 people's lives. Yep. Not going to happen. It's not tolerable. Yeah. Um, we are going to focus hard, and this is a quick, hard focus starting next week. We've got to start today. We can't wait till next week. So unassigned drive time, very critical. Falsified logs was another opportunity. Mm-hmm. As we talk about fuel stops, as you fuel, you got to be on duty, not driving. Alcohol drug test, it is a time stamped. It t- says when you started the test and when you finished the test. DOT is going to match that to say, is their log accurate? Are they in the sleeper berth? You should be on duty, not driving. Roadside inspections. All must be logged on duty, not driving. Mm -hmm. We've got to get that corrected. The other thing is um, post-accident. Folks, we got a lot of accidents that don't get reported. That is an absolute, that is termination. Trucking 101. If you have an accident, you stop and call. Correct. We missed some post-accident drug and alcohol tests. Some of it, rural areas, some of the challenges we have of getting them completed, but some of it is just simply didn't know it took place. And when I say DOT recordable, it doesn't have to be preventable. It doesn't have to be your fault. Right. Let's, but let's kind of explain that a little bit, right? Because I, I love the terminology in, the, in the, uh, the audit that we went through, right? So what did we say? We said uh, nurse, hearse, or hook, right? That's right. And, and, and what that means is if there's – if you, somebody has to go get medical attention away from the scene, right, and gets right. taken away for it, if a vehicle has to get towed, right, right or if there is a fatality, yep. right, regardless of whatever, if you're in an accident, you have to call somebody and let us know, no matter how big or how small. Absolutely. And let us work it from there because there's things that have to happen, especially if there's some of these critical events that happen in a recordable accident. There's things that have to happen that we have to do, that you as a driver have to do, and we're here to help you get through those and make sure that you stay 
uh, compliant within all of the rules and regulations. Absolutely. Final thing around this is pre- and post-trip inspections. Do not take a yard, take a trailer off a yard until it's been fixed and it satisfies all DOT requirements. Or a truck. Absolutely. Absolutely. We cannot afford another blemish on our DOT um, record. CSA, it is critical. And it takes you as the driver. Other call-outs, what gets us the most roadside inspections, speeding. Mm. Speeding will get you usually... You may get a warning for speeding, but typically that rolls into, I'm going to look for your logs. I'm looking for that fire extinguisher. I'm looking for what else can I find that you're doing wrong. They're looking for that one thing to get you in. Correct. And then they'll dig into you from there. Absolutely. Other thing, seatbelts. Yeah. No exception. There is no exception to not wearing a seatbelt. That triggers other things. Guess what? They can see you when you go by. They can see you don't have your seatbelt on. Guess what? They're pulling you over. You may only get a seatbelt, but that triggers the next thing. Mm -hmm. The other thing is clutter, dirty vehicles, anything that makes us look like when we got bumpers hanging off, we've got, it's not a presentable truck. You know the trucks. I go by owner operators all the time and you see, wow, I don't even know how that would get through a scale. (laughs) Duct tape express, right? Absolutely. So that's not us. Absolutely. It can't be. We've got one we got to protect our brand. Mm-hmm. When I say brand, Dollar General brand, again, we're not protecting our brand with our CSA results, and it's going to take all of us to get that completed. So expectations 2023 is going to be a lot of training, tremendous amount of training, but we owe it to this company. We owe it to our 2,000 associates that are impacted by our CSA scores. And I, I'm, I'm excited to do it the right way, Part of this is just growth, right? Yep. We've grown so fast. Yep. But again, that can't be the excuse. That can't be the roadblock that says we still can't go do it the right way. So I'm excited for 23. I, I know we have the right team. I know we have the right driving force to get this done. Um, and, and it's just, it's got to be done in a very quick time frame. We can't wait around for this to be a month session. we got to go fast. And again, speed of DG is real. I realize that. I think, uh, you know, being here a little over two years feels like 10 years. I think it's kind of dog years at some dog, point. Dog it's, years, DG it, years. Yeah, it's uh, it's real. But, again, I, I can't tell you the fun I'm having with this group, this team. I'm very excited for the opportunity, the culture. It, it is tremendous. The f- staff we have at each of these locations truly believe in our teams. I love this team. Uh, they give us everything every day. And again, we're serving others. Mm-hmm. Think about the rural communities we hit every day that folks don't have the opportunity. They can't drive 50 miles. They can't go to, we're right there in their backyard. That's right. The growth we have as a company. New DC's coming on, three next year. Mexico, mm-hmm. absolutely exciting things about the company. Pop shelf growth, an additional thousand stores. That is excitement. And I think I, I think I even heard you talking a little bit about box trucks potentially. Absolutely. I mean, just, uh, other so solves. Everything's on the table right Absolutely. now, Absolutely. Right? Everything. And that's the cool thing about, about Dollar General and this fleet. Everything's on the table, right? Nothing is. is ruled out at this point because, to your point, we go to some really rural areas. And, you know, I, I have a lot of the mountain areas 
uh, over here in the east, you know, Carolina's going up into the Tennessee mountains and, and areas like that. And, man, I tell you, we go into some really, really tough places with really big trucks, Absolutely. right? So, um, yeah, it's got to be looked at, things that, that we look at in, as we go into 2023, right? Nothing, every, everything's an option. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and the size and growth, 19,000 stores. Yeah. That is mind-blowing. It's, it's amazing, right? <laughs> and no other retailers growing to the size of what yeah. Dollar General adds every year, yep. year over year. It's and, exciting. And to your point on the rural, you know, what, we, what we're able to achieve in the rural areas, and again, we deliver food, we deliver dry goods, uh, we deliver medical Absolutely. opportunities now to our rural areas with our mobile our mobile uh, operations that are out there. Yep. I've seen them. Yep. You know, I passed one uh, not too long ago. It's it's just amazing how we do touch those rural communities. And you know, back to what you said earlier, we serve others. This is what yes. we do. This private fleet was built to serve others as well, and we do it well. Um, our drivers do it well. Our our operations teams do it well. Uh, 2023, we're only going to get better. Uh, I'm very excited about 2023 as well. Um, it's been a very fast-paced 2022. I'm going to tell you, Chris, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. it went by very quick for it me. Uh, but um, I'm, I feel like we're much better for where we're at today from where we started. Uh, we talked a lot about the mid-year, kind of the things that we wanted to accomplish. I would tell you, I don't think there's anything we didn't accomplish. I agree. And uh, I think we accomplished everything and then some. I would agree. Um, and so 2023, I'm very excited about the 2023 prospect. You call it the year of SOP and process of procedure. Absolutely. Uh, we're all excited about that because, again, structure is how we're built. Uh, everybody likes a little bit of structure, myself included, and we owe it to people. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So, and a quick reminder. Yep. We deliver every day. Every this day. This team every day delivers to our communities. And that cannot be, if you don't think you're part of something big, just pause for a minute and think of that. What would it be without us Yeah. in these markets? We serve so many people. It is a wonderful, wonderful and growth opportunity. Think about the growth opportunity mm-hmm. we have in this division company I came from was not growing. We were stagnant. This team, company, believes in our private fleet. Very excited about the growth. We can't grow fast enough. They want us to grow, but we're going to do it one way, the right way. The right way. Absolutely. And, and I'm glad you, you hit on the growth, too, because that is one of the things that, that I, I wanted to talk about, and that is for our team out there, right? Not just our internal operations teams that are out there in the field today, but for our driver fleet as well. Opportunities are coming. Absolutely. If you've ever thought about getting out of that truck and going into the office, talk to your supervisor, talk to your your site leader. Let them know that that's something you're interested in. Listen, team, we're we're an opport- we're an organization of development. Absolutely. And I can tell you right now, we've got several ex drivers in our offices, and they do great. Absolutely. They, I, I'm a huge fan. We'll hire external. But drivers, drivers are some of our best supervisors because they live the life. Absolutely. Right? And so if you've ever wanted to get out of that truck and, and you wanted to look at another opportunity, make sure that, that your supervisors and your managers know that. Get your name in the hat and let's get you prepared to get into that role. That's what this organization is about. Listen, I didn't start as a director. 
All right. I started as a supervisor myself and I had a lot of great opportunities and a lot of great development opportunities and leaders to work with. Um, they're out there for everybody. And that's what I love about our company. Exactly. And I, you know, I always go back to those success stories. Jackie Walker. Jackie Walker. I love it. Started as a driver. He's he was leading now one of the largest sites we have. Absolutely. San Antonio Fresh. Fantastic. Yeah. Those are success stories. Success. And the company believes in internal growth. That mm-hmm. is another thing that is makes me very proud. And oh. as I see those move up in the organization, I'm very proud of that. A lot of opportunity. I would agree. Well, listen, 2022, um, we're not officially closed out yet, but we're pretty close, a couple weeks away. Um, But I would say that uh, 2022, it's a wrap. It is a wrap. Right? And now we've got our sights on 2023. Exciting things are going to be happening in this next year. A lot of great opportunities for lots of folks out there if they want to grow with our organization and our division here at Private Fleet. Um, And listen, one thing I would say also is if you decided you want to come in with us just to get your foot in the door and then maybe go somewhere else. Dollar General is a big company and has a lot of different opportunities. So maybe you get in your foot in the door and you work in fleet for a little bit and then you decide you want to go work at a D.C. Absolutely. Opportunities are there. So take advantage of those opportunities out there. But I would say 2023, abundance galore, right? Absolutely. I'm so excited about 23 and where we're going and what we're going to do. We are going to grow some more, but we're going to grow the right way, as Chris said, uh, and we're going to do it uh, uh, very methodically, uh, and uh, it's going to be great. So, Chris, uh, again, as always, thanks for taking time out of your day. I know it's a busy schedule you have. I, I know I see your schedule, so um, I appreciate you always taking a half hour, 45 minutes to come on and talk to the fleet with us. Always thank you for leading this. Uh, it's been a great success. Want more participation? We're going to give a little, uh, give some probably CA Shore points out and do Love some it. drawings. So you might have to go back. Everybody may have to go back and listen again because we may do a little quiz. Mm. Uh, but very, very excited for the opportunities of 2023 and very proud of our drivers, our office staff, our HR support, can't say enough the support systems we have to help get this large engine. As I say, we are a trucking company, large trucking company inside a retailer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it feels like, hey, we're just a retailer. (laughs) We are a large trucking company now. So more to come. Very excited for 2023. Growth and development for next year and also standardizing our SOPs is, is excited and on the forefront for 23. But thank you all for everything you do each and every day. You make a difference every day for this company, and I can't thank you enough. Awesome. Well, as always, um, I always appreciate your time. You know, I do a lot of things in my career as well in my my, uh, role here at Dollar General, but I will say that this is by far one of my favorite things to do. I'm a huge driver advocate and a huge operations advocate. So thank you to all of our teams out there uh, in the field that are supporting our drivers, and thank you to our drivers. You know, we couldn't do any of this without you. You truly are the engine that Chris talks about. And uh, we're, we're here to just k- help keep you uh, operating in the way that you need to operate and to support you every step of the way. So thank you all for what you're doing out there. Uh, great wrap to 2022. Excited about 2023. Uh, this is, uh, this is uh, close us out. We'll uh, come back with a March episode, get ourselves back on track on a monthly episode again. And uh, thank you again, Chris, for for your time today. Thank you all. Appreciate you. Bye-bye.